Welcome to the Equine Veterinary Journal Podcasts on the Hoof. Welcome to EVJ on the Hoof. In this podcast, we will discuss a paper available in the early view section of the Equine Veterinary Journal website. It is entitled Equine Cheek Tooth Extraction Comparison of Outcomes for Five Extraction Methods. The authors are Caramello, Zeruko, Foster, Boston, Stefanovsky, and Orsini. In horses, cheek tooth extraction is indicated for a variety of conditions. Equine cheek teeth have compound roots and long reserve crowns, meaning that their extraction can be challenging. There is a significant risk for intra- and post-operative complications. Reported complication rates vary from under 4% to over 70%. Generally, they are lowest for oral extraction in the standing horse and highest for repulsion of maxillary cheek teeth under general anaesthesia. The authors hypothesized that the incidence of post-operative complications is lowest for oral extraction and that lateral bacotomy is associated with fewer post-operative complications when compared with repulsion. Records of all horses undergoing cheek tooth extraction at a hospital between 1997 and 2013 were reviewed. The study group comprised all horses that had at least one cheek tooth removed. Horses were divided into five groups according to cheek tooth extraction method. The groups were as follows. 1. Oral extraction. 2. Repulsion of a maxillary cheek tooth into the oral cavity by trephination. 3. Repulsion of a maxillary cheek tooth into the oral cavity by a maxillary sinus bone flap. 4. Repulsion of a mandibular cheek tooth into the oral cavity by trephination using a ventral mandibular approach. And 5. Lateral vacotomy of a maxillary or mandibular cheek tooth. Cases where oral extractions had to be completed by other methods were categorised as a definitive extraction method that allowed successful removal of the tooth. Any post-operative complications that occurred were recorded. A total of 137 horses met the study criteria. A total of 162 extractions were performed, 117 were maxillary cheek teeth and 45 were mandibular. The patient age ranged from 1 to 27 years. Older horses were more likely to undergo oral extraction and repulsion techniques were more likely in young horses. Oral extraction was the sole means of removal of 68 cheek teeth in 55 horses. Oral extraction was initially attempted in another 22 horses, giving this technique an overall success rate of 71%. Repulsion methods were used to extract 21 cheek teeth via maxillary trephination, 26 via a maxillary sinus bone flap and 31 via mandibular trephination. Lateral bacotomy was used to remove 14 maxillary and 2 mandibular cheek teeth. Post-operative complications were reported with oral extraction methods. Oral extraction had the lowest rate of complications at 20% and repulsion by a maxillary sinus bone flap had the highest complication rate at 80%. The study then details each post-operative complication. Damage to an adjacent tooth during extraction occurred in 5% of all cases and was significantly associated with repulsion methods. Alveolar bone damage occurred in 9% of all cases and was identified on follow-up examination by radiography. Alveolar bone damage occurred with all extraction methods except repulsion by maxillary trephination. Repulsion by sinus bone flap significantly increased the likelihood of this complication. Orocutaneous or orosinus fistular formation occurred in 3 and 11% of all cases respectively. Orocutaneous fistulation occurred only with repulsion by mandibular trephination. Orosinus fistulation occurred with all other extraction methods. Repulsion by a sinus bone flap significantly increased the likelihood of fistulation and post-operative sinusitis. 
Postoperative sinusitis occurred in 15% of cases and with all extraction methods except mandibular trephination. Delayed alveolar granulation occurred in 13% of cases and with all five extraction methods. Superficial incisional surgical site infection occurred in 15% of cases with all extraction methods that entail a skin incision. The likelihood was significantly increased with maxillary trephination. Postoperative pyrexia was reported in 5% of cases and was significantly associated with all repulsion methods. Transient facial nerve paralysis was reported in 3% of cases and its incidence was significantly associated with lateral bacotomy. Only one horse developed postoperative pneumonia. A second surgical procedure was required in 20 horses and occurred with similar frequency among all five extraction methods. Follow-up information was available for 102 horses. 53% returned to their previous exercise routine fewer than two weeks after surgery and 95% by two months after surgery. As predicted by the authors, the incidence of postoperative complications was lowest for all extraction methods. However, the hypothesis that lateral vacotomy was associated with fewer complications than repulsion methods was rejected. The authors acknowledged the study's small sample sizes and that the study spans 16 years of evolving surgical techniques and perioperative care. Repulsion of maxillary cheek teeth by a maxillary sinus bone flap was associated with the highest overall incidence and variety of complications. This extraction technique was often elected due to pre-existing chronic sinusitis, which may explain the high prevalence of postoperative sinusitis and alveolar bone injury associated with this technique. The high complication rate could also be due to technical errors. In this patient population, oral extraction was associated with the lowest incidence of postoperative complications, but was not always successful or even attempted. Other studies cite success rates of 80 to 90% for oral extraction. In this study, lateral vacotomy had little advantage over repulsion of a maxillary or mandibular cheek tooth by trephination. Interestingly, incisional infection was significantly more likely with maxillary trephination, but not with either of the other three extraction methods which entail a skin incision. This complication might have been prevented by improved postoperative wound management and sinus lavage if relevant. Delayed alveolar granulation encourages the trapping of food in the open alveolus. This complication occurred with every extraction method, although the risk was greatest with sinus bone flap, repulsion by mandibular trephination and lateral bacotomy, three very different surgical approaches. The likely factors that affected the delay in alveolar granulation were alveolar bone sequestra, the presence of a fistula and undiagnosed dental fragments in the alveolus. To conclude, this study supports previously published reports that oral extraction is the preferred method of cheek tooth extraction in horses. It is reassuring that recent advances in equine dentistry are expected to further improve the success rates of oral extraction in the standing horse. Thank you for listening and we hope that you will join us next time. Thank you for listening to this Equine Veterinary Journal podcast. More on the subjects discussed can be found online at wileyonlinelibrary.com forward slash journal forward slash evj. 